deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. Meister. I was just gonna manje and masturbate. <clears throat> um, we're currently all in three different locations because now that basketball season's over, Shaquille O'Neal is devoting more of his time looking for us. So we're in three undisclosed locations, and he'll get tired in a minute, and we'll be back to normal. Uh, how's everybody doing? I'm doing great. I'm not wearing any pants. You know, being in an undisclosed location means you don't have to wear pants. So, currently not wearing pants. Yeah, we can see you on the camera. Uh, hi, <laughs> yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm 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 wearing pants. So you know, pants are overrated. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. Uh, well, I kind of wanted to talk about that. Russian spy Maria uh, Butina and I was reading about her story and I, I, I found out that it is the dumbest spy story ever told why is that they basically sent Meadow Soprano to infiltrate the NRA <laughs> what What? So she was the daughter. She is the daughter of a guy who owns a lot of uh, textile mills and so forth. Right. In Russia, which means he has some connections. So and she was elected to like junior Congress in her what equivalent of state at the age of 19. What? And yeah. And then, in junior, not the full flush, but junior. Right. Um, but still, that's makes her a pretty well-known person. At the age of 21, she took out a loan from the bank and opened up seven furniture restaurants. I mean, furniture stores. Because furniture say, restaurants what? are a thing. I was going to say, it's, it's really bad in Russia, but they're eating the furniture now? What, what the hell? <laughs> Boy, that's prime leather. <laughs> Mm, this chair is delicious, Travis. Uh, <laughs> so everything is dissolved in vodka. Yeah, and, and then a couple of years later, she sold six of the seven stores, moved to Moscow, and started the Russian version of the NRA. Nobody could do this unless they are well connected. Which is weird because there's really not, like, guns are not really allowed in Russia. Here's the thing. They have guns and they're allowed. But you need to, like, take five years of lessons to get a license. Then once you get a license, you can get, like, hunting shotguns and stuff. Then after a few more years, you can get a rifle. That's it. Yeah. They don't They don't have, You. you can't legally own a handgun. Yeah, it's not like here where they're just handing out handguns at like the, the Costco. Uh, literally fi- at the Walmart. Get, you can get five for three. <laughs> well, yeah, with a coupon. Yeah, not not Costco, Walmart. Sorry, <laughs> literally the Walmart. So she meets up with this guy who's part of Putin's party, and they get to meeting the NRA people, and this dude is connected heavily and he is the big fish in the whole story he's the one that brought her over here and she met with like all the nra dudes and you you know who the first person who was i i I wanted to do a deeper dive into it but this story is so fucking dumb i don't want to devote that much time to it (laughs) the first person to realize she was always around was rent Priebus. of all people oh of all people yeah, I mean, like, Renz was sober enough to notice somebody? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And, yeah, 
they got to taking the NRA people back to Russia to like, um, like that Sheriff Clark dude and the ex vice president and all these guys. Yeah. And they're playing with Russian sniper rifles and taking pictures with them. And the sniper rifles that they were taking pictures with and bragging about was the Orsis 500, which is, which is like the scourge of the world right now. Right. If whenever there's a protest, snipers are getting shot. Kids, people are getting sniped with those. So So they're showing Americans with the with the nightmare of the of of Western Europe. Yeah. And yeah, they end up infiltrating. They these idiots actually thought. That Putin would allow people fighting for rights. Any rights. Yeah. Especially gun rights. Something that can start a revolution. It's like Putin doesn't want he doesn't want that. Members of Pussy Riot are disappearing and they're just lesbians. Right. Mm. (laughs) And it is just so dumb. And any the dude who her handler and mentor was is it's like is suspected to be connected with a Russian mafia and wanted in Spain and they they set a trap for him that he just barely slipped. It's, it's they did no vetting whatsoever. So someone posted something I forget where it was I forget if it was on Twitter or somewhere else where they were saying basically Osama bin Laden and Vladimir Putin understood Americans way better than anybody else here did. Like they, yes. they knew how to get to us. Cause we're stupid. <laughs> Dude, you, you look at the, the things they've done and it's with the NRA. Oh yeah. Now the IRS says you, the NRA can accept anonymous donations so they can take all the Russian money they want now. And nobody can check on it. Nope. Now, the real story is when she uh, met up with that one guy, Erickson. I can't remember his full name. Um, And he got to connecting her with other prominent uh, political people outside of the NRA. Right. And that's the one she was living with and sleeping with. And and, and I'm sorry, do y'all think she's attractive? No. Uh, I mean, you know. Not even a little. I mean, I mean, I mean, like on a dark day, no lights, not even Heister. I mean, but, well, you know who I said should play her in the movie of this, right? Yeah, Sh- uh, my Jay's favorite, Shailene Woodley. Oh my god, I know, but in a dark room, in a dark room. No, look, look, I see no. what you're saying. Uh, I, I see what you're saying, my Jay. If I was in a bar chilling and she walked up and yeah. it was like, "Hey, you want to go bang the sickle with your hammer?" I'm like, "All right, sure." I'm in, but that that was a joke on the Russian flag. Y'all didn't find that funny. I know, Fuck I know, I did. I thought it was. I, was I like, thought it was funny. Anyway, uh, I guess. Sure. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, yeah. If offered, sure. But you know, I'm not gonna masturbate to her. I'm like, nah. I'm not fantasizing uh, about her. She's not. Well, now I. Now I'm going to. There, well, you do you, homeboy. You there, do you. There's something weird about her face. I don't know what it is, but her chin looks like a thumb. That and like it's the Shalane Woodley effect. It's the Shalane Woodley effect. They just look like thumbs. But I just saw some pictures of her recently where her hair is like a little bit like strawberry blonder now. It's like not as as exaggerated red, and she's still there's. I don't know what it is. It's like she doesn't look quite human. And they talk about her. Um... What's the word I'm looking for? Charisma? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I'm like, okay, okay, she's probably flirting with them. We well, saw videos of her talking to a camera. Yeah, but let's be honest, Republicans—they—they they like, you know, sort of mediocre <laughs> women. So that doesn't shock me. Ooh, wow. Like, like they—they they think that Ann Coulter is pretty. So I don't I mean, think they do. I don't. I, I. I. I'm giving them that much of a benefit oh, of the doubt. Oh, I don't know. They talk about Melania like she's pretty as well. So. Nah. 
Okay. Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah, uh, I mean, it doesn't take much for them. Like, it, it just takes, no. like, you know... You gonna know. talk to me? <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's, it's like it's like those really sad nerds at conventions where it's like, oh, the cosplay girl talked to me. She's my girlfriend now. It's like, it's like, no, no, dude. Um, one other thing about this whole story that really blew my mind was her and the Erickson dude set up a LLC. So that they say was to pay for her schooling. Uh-huh. Now she she really hit the FBI's um, radar in 2016 when she applied for a student visa instead of just visitors visas for the NRA events. And that's when they started watching her. And she's at school telling her professors and classmates she was a spy. What the. She was just open with it. You want to know where they got some of the uh, information between her and her handler? Where where did they get it from? They were sending they were sending they were sending uh Twitter direct messages. Oh my god. They were having conversations over Twitter private messages, man. That's not secure? No. Anybody anybody could get into that. That's like This sending- is the dumbest spy story. In the world. And the NRA fell for it. That's not that's not even Red Sparrow. That's something else. Nah, dude. We were looking for the Black Widow and all we got was um Well shit. She ain't she ain't even a Ivana Humpalot from uh the Austin Powers movies. She she's not even Molotov Cocktease. Ooh, Molotov. She's awesome. That's a venture brother reference. For those who don't know. All right. Any other questions about that whole dumb thing? Because I read too much dumb about it. Yeah, I really thought it would be it would be like interesting a, and more impressive story, but it's the GOP. It's not that hard to fool them. It was it. it, it she didn't even really get the GOP that much. Yeah. Uh, she got the NRA, and she succeeded in her mission in making the NRA look bad. And they are quiet as shit right now. Like Dana. Oh, they is quiet. Dana Loach just like packed up and left, left for social media. She's just like, up, oh, gotta go. She, no. she, she is like that band in uh, in the color purple. When what's her name? Was it Squeak? <laughs> when she, when she hit Miss Sophia, it was just like, up, oh, time to go. Close up shop. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great moment. All right, then let's get let's get on to to why everybody's really here. The ridiculousness. Will y'all want to start in Florida? Of course. Yeah, of course. I love Florida. Florida's great. <laughs> a Florida homeless man with no arms has been charged with stabbing a Chicago tourist. Uh, um, hmm. uh, I have some questions you... <laughs> about that story. <laughs> Um, how does yeah yeah let's let's see if it we we get an answer in this story yeah miami beach police say 46 year old jonathan crenshaw held a pair of scissors with his feet and stabbed the 22 year old cesar coronado uh just after midnight the Miami Herald reports that Crenshaw is a popular fixture in the area known for painting on canvases along a trendy uh, South Beach tourist spot. So, yeah, he paints with his feet, and so he's quite adept with his toes. Okay, well, that's <laughs> According cool. to the arrest report, Crenshaw says he was lying down when Coronado approached him and kicked him in the head. Police say Crenshaw stabbed Coronado twice and fled the scene. Wow. A friend traveling with Coronado said that uh, they asked Crenshaw for directions when he suddenly jumped up and stabbed Coronado in the arm. Uh, He was then taken to the hospital. Crenshaw has been charged. This nigga jumped up. (laughs) Crenshaw was charged with (laughs) aggravated battery. Well, I mean, he's got he's got legs. He just doesn't have arms. 
I know. It's just like something out of a kung fu movie. Like he jumped so <laughs> high and was able to stab this man twice in midair, similar to the Matrix. <laughs> what the hell? I I was going to say that somehow drugs were involved, but it just sounds like he was. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened there. Might have been drugs. He- or it might have been two dudes from Chicago causing trouble after midnight, and who knows? Yeah. Old Caesar causing a ruckus. Yeah, d- d- uh, my Jay, let's not do that. <laughs> it, it we, we don't really know. Uh, what, what police investigated in Crenshaw was the one arec- arrested. But it, uh, so they probably, yes. so the car, so the Chicagoans probably were correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he was laying on the mm. ground outside at midnight, hmm. Yes, he's homeless and no arms. They probably just startled each other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If I don't, if I. No. <laughs> and then he left I like mean... a tiger <laughs> and stabbed that man like an I mean, upside down. If I was in that situation, scorpion. I'd probably be a little jumpy too if just random people were coming up to me. <laughs> oh, a little jumpy oh, and then perform. All right, moving on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll keep it in the south, <laughs> though. Uh. That's what she said. A woman in Memphis says her date stole her car so that he could take out another woman. Excuse me? <laughs> Faith Pugh <clears throat> says uh, she went to meet Kelton Griffin for dinner. Since Griffin didn't drive, the pair ended up taking Pugh's car. Griffin asked if she would go into the gas station to buy him a cigar. When she got out, she says he sped off in her car. Later, <laughs> later, uh, Pew says a friend sent her a text saying Griffin had just asked her out. So he stole her car and asked out her friend. The friend told Pew where they were. Uh, police showed up and Griffin was arrested on the spot. Yeah, you know, you know, I can't feel too bad for him. I mean, like we always say, don't knock the hustle, but damn, dude. <laughs> I mean, you can't be mad at him. Yeah, you I can't mean, be mad at him. He stole a car. I mean, you can't be. And then took her best well, friend out. Or tried to take her best friend out. Friend out. And, and just left her there. Oh. Just like left her stranded. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to bring back the car. Why, why are you giving this brother the benefit of the doubt? I don't know, because I wanted to see where this would go. Because, honestly, I wanted to see where this would go. How? I mean, is he going to bring the car back? Is he going to pick up and be like, yo, my bad? <laughs> That's not an oh, my know. bad situation. That is ceased, no. That is ceased to be an oh, my bad situation the second that he's taking out the friend. I mean, yeah. But, think about it. Had everything gone right... Where would he have been? You thinking threesome, aren't you? Yeah, that's that's yes, not a threesome situation. <clears throat> that that right, that's look. a that's a two women beating your ass situation. Yeah. Mm, depends on the wording. Depends on the wording. I I just can't. I'm right I'm gonna now. have to also disagree <laughs> on that one. All right, let's take it to California, where a woman was hospitalized after she was attacked by a swarm of bees. The house... I'm sorry? I said, that seems about right. The housekeeper in her 50s was working at one of her clients' home when she was attacked. (laughs) The homeowner said the housekeeper went out to her car to get a mop. Why don't you have a mop in your own house? Right. And that's when the homeowner heard screaming. The woman was stung... About 200 times. Damn. Yeah, damn. Orange County Fire Authority Captain Tony Bomarito. Damn. <laughs> told reporters that when... I was going to say Montana. <laughs> told reporters but... that when firefighters first got the call, they thought it was a simple bee sting call, and, but they, so they didn't come fully prepared. When they arrived at the scene, they found the woman engulfed in bees. Quote, her face was completely covered in bees. Wow. <laughs> That's some nightmare shit right there. Yeah, you're not prepared for that. Sometimes you gotta be prepared. Oh. She was conscious, 
but lethargic <laughs> and probably overwhelmed with bee stings. So yeah, she was. She fucked yeah. up. Yeah. It, this is not funny, but this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> One of the. Because mm-hmm. the yeah, right. I was gonna say, imagine being a firefighter, like get on the scene, like God damn, that's a lot of bees. Guess we can't help this woman. Back it on up. One firefighter said, <laughs> oh. uh, "They were all the bees were in clusters about the size of golf balls all over her." Damn. <laughs> when firefighters realized the situation was more <sighs> severe, they decided not to put on their protective gear. They they dove what? right in. They were heroes. They Man, made the decision that. rather than take the time to do that, but to g- grab the lady and get the bees away from her as quickly as possible. I mean, most of those bees, uh, most of those bees are dead anyway. But because uh, you think they stung each other? No, I mean after they sting you, they're dead. That's it. Ah, uh, uh, well, they they died a time later, yeah. not right away. Oh, uh, they use carbon dioxide to uh, spray on the bees to get them to uh, leave, but some were still latched on. Um, Mm. Yeah. They eventually took her to the hospital where the stingers were removed and 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 she's expected to survive. What the fuck did Uh, she do? There were estimated, there was a hive of an an estimated 30 to 80,000 bees on the homeowner's mm. property, hiding in their gas meter. That that lawsuit. Yeah, I'm gonna say she's no longer gonna be working for them. She's gonna be getting money out of them because <laughs> that that's an unsafe mm. work environment right there. Eighty yeah, thousand uh, between thirty and eighty thousand. How do you, how do you not know when there's eighty thousand mm. bees on your property? Mm. She didn't hear that buzzing sound. Hi, so sometimes you just gotta be. More alert. Stop it. <laughs> Seriously. Don't do that no more. I'll I'll be careful. A married woman and her mechanic lover <laughs> reportedly died from apparent carbon monoxide poisoning while having sex in a parking garage. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean I you couldn't you couldn't be I more mean, careful. I know That's some people just... like asphyxiation during sex, but what the fuck? That's taking it too far. Damn. Um, Is it high I'm I'm debating on leaving their names out of the story. Maybe we should, unless it's something ridiculous. No, they're just regular names. Nah. It's okay. okay. Kahili Johnson found his wife, Tamika Hargrave, age 39, with her 56-year-old mechanic, uh, who was not identified, dead in the parking garage on Monday night on a Monday night in Newark, New Jersey. Ah, uh, that's a fucked up way to find hmm. out. Hargrave was paint. I'm sorry? I mean, I mean, it's a fucked up way to find out, but it's more or less like, well, I guess that just took care of yeah, itself. Uh, she was paying their mechanic in sex for car repairs. Uh, on the one hand, I would be mad. On the other hand, it's like, <laughs> It's saving, thanks for, it's saving, thanks for thousands saving us of money. Dollars. I mean, uh, but obviously the car wasn't fixed. If they, you know, <laughs> uh, Johnson yeah. uh, told the news that he arrived at his apartment on on that Monday night and smelled a strong odor in his home. He said an alarm went off and he began investigating the smell to the garage where he found his wife and the mechanic in a running car. Oh man. Yeah, they should have had the car turned off. Yeah, turn the car uh, off. What the hell? He said he found his wife on the ground while the mechanic appeared to be looking at the car. I, I, I guess they realized what was going on, but it was too late. Yeah. Yeah. As I tried to step in uh, to the uh, last garage door, I see the mechanic laid out. She was just a few feet away laid out. And pretty much called 911 because at the time, with the emission levels, I knew they were gone. Yeah. Uh, it appeared to be an accident, but is under an investigation. That's messed up. Mm. Yeah. I shouldn't. Have- yeah, that's not funny at all. I'm sorry. 
Although, I, I feel like, yeah, I understand why she was trying to get out of the car, because you don't want to get fouled like that. It's like, you don't want paramedics to show up, and it's like... I think they were more of a tr- concerned about not dying. <laughs> well, that part... That part, yeah. too, but I would also be thinking, about, like, yeah, I don't want my, my... The last thing people see of me is... You know... Yeah. Uh, you know, she was sucking his dick as she was going. Like, that's not something you want to hear her say at a funeral. Hoo-wee... It's like that one TV show that you had me yep, watch. Yep, that's, that's how they die. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, let's go to Germany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> a German city is looking for a way to get rid of a giant catfish that is believed to have developed a taste for ducklings after eating a few of its fellow fish in a municipal pond. I thought you were going to say you had a taste for humans. Soon. For a second. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> the one... You got to start feeding them. Yeah, we gotta start feeding the 1.5 meter, that's 4.9 feet in American, fish... Damn. Catfish get big. Oh, catfish yeah, they get huge. huge. Uh, has been making waves... <laughs> Whoever wrote this got jokes. And Offenbach near Frankfurt. News agencies... Uh, reported that the city has found a professional angler to catch the fish. This is like some shit out of an old cartoon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) First seen a year ago, uh, but a formal contract has yet been signed. The city plans to have its unwelcome guest caught alive and taken to a private pond somewhere, but officials will first have to be satisfied that it can't escape <laughs> into flowing water. <laughs> this that... just sounds like the start of a really bad horror movie. Man, let's take it alive. No, no. How about no? Let's kill it, skin it, fillet it, put it on a bun, <laughs> eat it. Send it to New Orleans. Send it to New Orleans. So what? I... There you go. That's how I do all my enemies. Hot sauce. No, man. The part about they don't want it to escape, I just imagine it doing like that old Tony the Tight, uh, uh, Tony the Tuna from the Bubble Bee oh, Tuna yeah. running yeah. or Squiddly Diddly, one of them old ass cartoons. <laughs> he All escaped. Right. He's wearing a trench coat and a hat. Uh, I got a story that'd be close to Maje's heart. Is it about Maybe. marijuana? A Wisconsin woman is facing felony drug charges after police said they found about 82 yes. grams of drugs in her vagina. A- 82? Damn. But, uh, but uh, okay. Stuff to the hilt. <laughs> Desiree Webster, age 20, was arrested in Shawano, Wisconsin, after police pulled her over in a 1997 Monte Carlo. Yeah, nobody in a Monte Carlo is up to any good. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just a fact. <laughs> Her companion, 39-year-old Gerald McCullum, a convicted mm-hmm. <laughs> a convicted drug dealer, was also in the car. This all makes sense now. This also Quick, put it in your vagina. <laughs> all 80-something grams of it. Just stuffing Officers the pulled <laughs> over the car after getting a tip that McCollum might be selling heroin, cocaine, marijuana, meth, and other drugs. Might. <laughs> Wait, was that all inside of her? Police said McCollum, M.O., that his, his... How do you how do you fish out the ones that you need? You have to go in and move them left and right? That's a lot of drugs to be had in someone's vagina. What, what are you selling? Honey, drop your drawers. <laughs> <laughs> He's a drug dealer, not a pimp. Police said McCollum's method of operation was to travel with a woman who would slip the drugs into her vagina if police stopped them. I have a very particular set of skills. (laughs) A police dog showed particular interest in the driver's seat where Webster had been sitting at the time of the stop. Why are you sniffing her crotch? Stop it. After a corrections officer performed a strip search on Webster, she, <laughs> she suggested there was something hidden in her vagina. 
A CT scan of Webster's pelvic area uh, showed something that looked like a plastic bag about the size of a human fist. Emergency, <laughs> emergency room doctor Ryan Murphy told the station it's not uncommon for drug dealers to smuggle contraband inside various orifices. Just not, just not one the size of a fist. Mm-hmm. That, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they will usually stick them inside a condom or a plastic bag, but sometimes they can rupture and, whoa, that's bad. And anybody want the breakdown up. of how much was actually she was actually packing? Thirty-six point six seven grams of cocaine, fourteen point seven two grams mm. of meth, twenty-seven point eight grams mm. of synthetic weed, six ecstasy pills, mm. and one point two six grams mm. of marijuana. And what? Yeah. 1.26 grams? That's and one that Tylenol. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is this in here? Uh, Yeah, they say with the cocaine, if that would have ruptured, you're going to, to be in a excited delirium state, and the heart's going to be faster and faster, and they're going to run a high fever, and the body will kind of shut down, and you will die. So, yeah. Doing stuff like this is risking your life. Yeah, that I she should really look at her relationship with this guy. I mean, <laughs> she should look at her life in general. Yeah. Well, this this obviously wasn't the first time. The first time probably went off with a hitch, so you know I can't blame her. But uh, yeah, it's a lot of drugs <laughs> in that vagina. Oh. Uh, there was a story about a guy who broke into one of those escape rooms. Yes, I heard about that. And he couldn't get out. It's <laughs> like, what the hell? That's a genius for you. <laughs> Wait, to break into it. I think he was trying to steal like like the actual metal uh, that was in it. Uh, I thought he was just like I'm gonna test myself and break into one and then see if I can break. I mean, there was actually stuff that he could take and like sell later. But but then when he got in, it's like, oh wait a minute. (laughs) I've convened. I've underestimated the situation by a whole (laughs) heap of a lot. That reminds me of the guy that got into the ATM and had and was stuck in there for like an entire weekend. Oh yeah. Um. Two twin sisters in Western Michigan are running for county commissioner, but they're not endorsing each other. Wait, what? Hmm. They're they're twins running for the same position. One's a Democrat, one's a Republican. That's got to be an awkward time Hmm. during the holidays. Yeah, the Thanksgiving at the uh, Hmm. Monica Sparks household will be quite complicated when her sister Jessica Ann Tyson shows up. My apologies. Hmm. They're running for them in different counties. Oh, okay. Yeah, one in the thir- 12th district and the other in the 13th district. But that's yeah, still gotta be, they were that's both, gotta be awkward. They were both adopted and they were uh, not raised with any particular religious, I'm sorry, um, political beliefs and formed them on their own. I'm going to like have to like do a follow up on this one later on to see what happens. Yeah, I'm kind of yes. curious like if one of them wins and the other one doesn't. Ooh, sibling rivalry to the extreme. Or, or, or if they both win. Ooh. Will it be cl- Or if neither <laughs> wins. Losers. <laughs> um Yeah. When you think of fa- things families do together for recreation, what do you think? Like, mom, dad, the kids, marijuana, <laughs> marijuana, like camping, mm-hmm. drinking, drinking, amusement parks, stuff mm-hmm. like that. 
Like Disney World, Disney World, and uh, yeah, camping, vacations, bike riding, going to ball games. Shut up. Drugs. A couple who are both exotic dancers have revealed how they are passing their passion for pole dancing no. to their children. <laughs> what, no. what the actual hell? Okay, no. Is this Florida? No. Is this Florida? No, absolutely not. No. Jake Knight and Lindsay Teal of St. Louis, Missouri, were both working as as exotic oh. dancers when they met and fell in love. <laughs> That's like that, that 80s pop song. I was working in a strip club when I saw you. I was working as a waitress in a cocktail bar when I met yeah. you. Yeah. That's what it that's what it reminds me of. Just a stripper version. <laughs> Don't you want me? Um <laughs> And now they practice with their son, Aiden, who's 11 from her first marriage, and mm. their two daughters, Allura and Rosalind, ages five and three. Okay. Those okay. are some stripper fucking Look, names. I'm not, again, I, I've been called out on this sex worker shaming. I'm not shaming them for being sex workers. That's cool. But wait until they're at least 18 so they can make a decision. If they choose to, if they choose to do that, that's well, cool. Not, wait, 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 hold on. Let me finish yeah. this story. We'll get a little more into it. Not on, not only has uh, Jake, who's thirty six, and Lindsay, who's thirty two, installed a pole in their living room so the whole family can practice. They've started performing in public as a five piece pole dancing unit. So they're the flying dick Graysons. <laughs> Hold that thought. We'll come back to that. <laughs> ah. Although they admit to being the subject of a torrent of of abuse online, as if that's not cool. That's not as well. You should really cool. as well. You saying, should. Jake and Lindsay insist that it's a sport, and they are teaching their children to participate in. There is competitive pole dancing. I mean, there there is athleticism to that. Like, that's not easy. No. But does it get you into college? I mean, stripping does, but pole dancing, athletics, um, stripping does for not. sure can put you to college. Exactly. Hey, hey, pole hey. dancing. Quidditch is a sport. Um. <laughs> Fuck up. And that does not take athleticism to do. I, I, I won't I agree with that. I'll, do, I'll disagree. They're, they're You're running around with a broom between guys. your legs. <laughs> I mean, I do that on a daily, uh, so, you know. You can't explain to everyone that this is a legitimate sport. <laughs> a lot of people ah. just can't change their opinion. We're living our most authentic lives. Sometimes people don't like that. <laughs> they want you to be like everybody else. They're out there doing the most. I actually don't have any concern about my children participating in pole dancing. That's what um, Lindsay said. Hmm. Your daughter's going to go to a party one day and like be like, look at what mommy showed me and start pole dancing. It's going to... All right. Well, that is going to be a, a really strong five-year-old. That, kid, that five-year-old is going to have some serious upper body strength. And lower body strength. you got to yeah. hold that pole with your legs. Yeah. Think about it, though. It is... What, what's the difference between, say, pole dancing and the flying trapeze? It, it, Physically. Yeah. Not, 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 um, not, not the nudity? usual people not the, who view yeah, it, the, but in yeah. terms of athleticism... I throw dollars at a different... I don't throw dollars at trapeze artists. I don't usually have a bottle of liquor in my hand when viewing trapeze artists. I don't really have an erection. Wait. Most of the time oh, while watching. So this is more about artists. you and your view of pole dancing and not what it takes to actually pole dance. A vagina. What? Is what I prefer to take. Of age. Of age, yes. Are we talking but we're about talking, pole dancing here? Are we talking? You know about you can strippers? do it with clothes okay. on. I don't give a fuck what you can do. <laughs> oh, I get it. 
you don't want pole dancing to become normalized so you can still find the arousing. No, I, I just don't well, want children they to They don't do know it. what they're doing. It has a stigma to it. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Although, although Lindsay does I'd still watch my pole uh, dance dances. for a living. And, and to be fair, yeah. there are actually pole dancing videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And if they if if they were explicit, yeah. YouTube would not put those up. Mm-hmm. And 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 they're, and they're actually okay. Well, no, they're actually it's actually impressive to watch because it does take a lot of like skill and strength to be and able athleticism to without, and without without hurting yourself because yeah, it's it, it's, it, it's kind of okay. dangerous when you think about it's, it. It's very dangerous. I'm very you know they're very good at what they do, but. I mean, that's just How? pre-porn. You watch that on YouTube because you watch it on YouTube first and then it's... you move it to the harder stuff. That's a gateway drug, sir. That's a gateway drug to no, more porn. it's not. Do you get aroused when you... You, uh, you say you don't I, get aroused. Before, okay. Uh, when you watch women's gymnastics on the Olympics. I... Oh, no. <laughs> some of those, some of those people are 16 and 15, man. I have to do my research. So, yeah, are you of the belief that women in skin tight clothes should just be locked away? Period. No, I mean I just eyeball them, but I want them to be evaded. This is all about you and y- your hangups. It's always selfish about as me. millennials. Thought y'all were supposed to be progressive and understanding. It's because we're selfish. We want everyone to be good, so everyone doesn't borrow my shit. Doesn't what? I don't understand. Borrow. All right. So I don't want people to want to borrow my shit and never return it. So yeah, I want equality. Wait, wait, wait. Get your own how shit. did how did how did how did we get to people borrowing stuff from you? I don't. Because I'm a millennial. I, I'm very confused right now. I kind of am too, but I was just going to roll with it until it made sense again. It does not. So let's just go back until, like, you know, how I don't want I'm actually just thinking about dance. the one video. There's, I forget it, the girl, but when when she pole dances, her dog <laughs> runs around the pole with her. Do you know there's places here yeah, in Chicago cool. and throughout the country and the world where pole dancing is incorporated into fitness routines? Yeah, and it's not just, it's for men and women. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I should watch more non-sexual pole dancing and see where it takes me. Probably the pole. All right. Um, Did you guys see the trailer for um, the Titans TV show? I did. I did. Yeah. Oh, my God. What do y'all thoughts? I I hate it. Everyone hates it. You know, I... People are making an argument, and there is some truth to the fact that, yes, Robin and Batman did not get along in the 80s. However, that version of Robin, and the only version of Robin that's violent is Red Hood. Yeah, Jason Todd. The Dick Grayson Robin does not break dudes' necks. He does not shoot people. He does not stab people in the neck. That's not that character. Fuck Batman. I, I would have been fine with that part if he hadn't just straight up murdered those dudes. Yeah. If if he had just beat them up and then said fuck Batman, I'd been like, okay, it's a little much, but but I'll I'll allow that. That that's understandable. Batman's a dick. Yeah. He got it. Or even if but, they even if they would have just made him Jason Todd. Yeah, just make him Jason Todd, or make make him Damian Wayne. What? Damian Wayne. Damian. Yeah, that would have worked too. That would have been good. That would have been Damian good. Damian Wayne would straight up step on somebody's neck. I just uh and and, and, and I don't, what I hate about this is something uh hi, you've complained about before too. We got legitimate com- complaints about something. But then people come with the ridiculous and racist complaints and we have to end up defending something we don't like. Right, and I actually don't like the Starfire outfit. Looks terrible, but someone told me that she's only going to wear that once. Mm. But I don't, I don't have a problem with the casting of Starfire. I don't have a problem with Starfire being violent because she is. Um, like start, yeah. But 
the fact that all these racists are like, oh, she's ugly and this and that, and like Starfire, why is she being? It's political correctness. It's like you, you assholes are gonna make me support this show now. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it just for, to make sure that yeah. Starfire. Anna Diop, the actress, uh, has disabled all comments on her social medias and replies due to racist. Good for her. Good for her. Pointing out they don't approve of her appearance. And the, the actress that played Dove just went off. Like she posted on Twitter was pretty. She was pretty much like "fuck y'all." Yeah. It's like, like you need to be supporting her. She deserves. She doesn't deserve the shit that you guys are giving her. And yeah, the, the promo shots that we saw of the show before the trailer, everything looked terrible. Oh yeah, it, it just, we didn't. It did, this, yeah, this is going to be a CGI'd up nightmare. <laughs> the, the only characters that looked like their comic book, you know, counterparts were Hawk and Dove. Yeah. That's it. Raven looked okay, but they made her too yeah. y- too young to eh. to Sarah from The Crow. Yeah, I don't Yeah. I don't like yeah. the Teen Titans Go version of Raven, so Okay. I was already I was already like, no. I I prefer the Marv Wolfman original version of her where she's at least 19. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I like her, like the one. I like her in Teen Titans. I mean, I like the cartoon a lot. So I was kind of excited to see it, but then when I saw it, I was like, uh, "This is shitty." And it's fun. No, it's funny that you say Sarah because it does look like the crow. Like every shot I saw was like, "This looks like the crow." Yeah. Yeah, it's dark and but moody. but not in a good way. Like, it's like everything we didn't like no. about their movies they put into the TV show. Right. They never when will. will they They're learn? doing another Batman Year One. I'm like, that was Batman Begins. Why are you doing this again? Right. <laughs> yeah. Going back to this. Like the, the only, like the only thing that would make me make me want to see that is if they actually do the Commissioner Gordon arc the right way. If they give us a decent yeah. Commissioner Gordon where he actually yeah. just beats the shit out of people like on Gotham. <laughs> Like give give us that Commissioner Gordon where he's just constantly going out and just beating the shit out of people. All right, we 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 criticize DC. Let's uh, criticize Marvel as well. Jeff Loeb, producer of Marvel TV, came out with <sighs> an Iron Fist uh, promo at the San Diego Comic Con, dressed in a karate gi. And he he dragged Jessica Henwick into this shit too. Yeah. Wait, how did he drag her into it? Because she's, I think she came out and like took part in the little skit that he did or whatever. Ah, uh, I, I don't even want to look that up. Yeah. And, and they just don't learn. They don't. Marvel. It's like, that's, that's not funny. It's, it's not amusing. That That's offensive. That's offensive to me. And I'm not even Asian. I'm thinking they're doing it just to get people to talk. Hmm. That that seems like something Jeff Loeb would do. This is the same guy that that wrote a book that had the blob eating the wasp. I remember that. That was terrible. Where he he basically like disemboweled her and ate her. <laughs> and that was the least yeah, that was that. the least upsetting thing about that book. Yeah, that was during the uh, Ultimates. Yeah, uh, yeah, big thing with the Ultimates. I can't remember what yeah. event. Uh, oh, and that wa- that wasp is also Asian. Yeah. He he must say say hmm. it must be something against Asians. That that's my only. I, that's the only thing I can figure out. Jeff Loeb does not like Asians. You heard it here first. All right, <laughs> one last story. A lot of states have weird, outdated, and even illegal laws just still on their books, but the town of Fort Smith, Arkansas, has finally ste- taken steps. To remove one of those laws. Which law is this? Fort Smith outlawed dancing in public on Sunday back in 1953. What? Most people have forgotten the law existed and residents recently alerted the city director uh, who introduced the uh, appeal, repeal of the law. Uh, the campaign was spearheaded by a young man from Chicago named Ren McCormick. Ren enjoyed dancing anywhere, including school halls, outdoors, 
or drinking and driving on his way to steel mills to dance in them at night. Like, like, <laughs> like his own set of American bandstand. <laughs> After his battles with local teens and a prominent clergy member, Rin yelled, let's dance, before spasmatically gyrating unrhythmically for hours and impregnating the clergyman's daughter after the dance and running back to Chicago. He fucked the <laughs> shit out of her because he just beat his dad in a dance battle. Uh, no, dude, I just literally movie. just told you to plot of no, Not unlike Footloose. Yeah. I, I, I quote Bryn McCormick from oh. Chicago, the clergy. Yeah, I just legit told you to plot. Thank I've you for listening to the Enough Supervillains <laughs> podcast. I mean, you don't have to see a movie to know what it's about. It's not about dancing on Sundays. And then he fucked the clergy daughter. Now I know. Spoilers. <laughs> I, I, the be sure to I'm like gonna, us I'm on done. all the social media outlets and uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. You were saying something, Heister? I'm going to potentially have Kevin Bacon chasing us down along with Shaq and say that Footloose was not that good. <gasps> okay. Oh, shit, dude. Now you're going to piss off Star-Lord, too? Oh, yeah. damn. We're just making enemies I, left and right. I'm with Peter Parker on this. It was never the greatest movie ever. <sighs> he called Star Wars that really, uh, Empire Strikes Back, that really old movie. <laughs> Shut up, Melinda. I mean, it is at this point. <laughs> Tune in next time where hopefully wow. we'll be together and not on the run from multiple nice people people like god damn it thanks for listening peace and be safe